My passion for the Bible began when I was a little girl. My dad, who was legally blind, loved the Bible. He wore the highest prescription strength reading glasses made. And then he added another pair, a weaker pair. He'd broken the legs off and he had set them inside the first pair to read his giant print Bible. And this is how I found my dad each morning, sitting at the kitchen table, reading his Bible when I woke up. I knew from an early age the Bible was a book that was meant to be treasured. Hi, I'm Janice Wolf, filling in for Francie. If you have a Bible close, I'd like you to open it to Psalm 119, the longest chapter in the Bible. And it's a chapter that is all about the Bible. Today, join me as we discuss what it means to treasure, and not only what it means to treasure, but what it feels like to treasure the Word of God. Thank you for joining Keep the Heart for today's podcast with Francie Taylor. Francie is an author, conference speaker, and teacher. She is passionate about teaching what to do with what we learn from God's Word. Now, back to today's valuable study. Oh, I do love my Bible, and I love reading my Bible. I remember the first time I heard someone teach the three M's. Mark it, memorize it, meditate upon it. Oh, this inspired me. By the time I graduated from high school, I had memorized over 300 passages of Scripture. I'm not a super Christian by any means. That was the grace of God. That was something God did in my life, and I'm thankful for His work in my life. And I'm thankful that there's truly never been a long length of time when I have fasted from God's Word. But... I have not always been as passionate as I should be. And this is how I found myself at the beginning of 2021, wondering if I was as passionate about the Word of God as I had been in the past. I wanted something to revive my heart. I noticed how passionate the psalmist was in Psalm 119 about God's Word. So, In 2021, I began meditating on Psalm 119 and spent the entire year doing so. What a treasure I found the Word of God to be. What does it mean to treasure the Bible? Well, treasure means to keep carefully a valuable or maybe a valued item. It means to value highly. We find the word keep all through Psalm 119. 22 times as the word keep, seven more times as kept, so 29 times altogether. Treasure means to guard, to protect, to maintain, to obey. A treasure is something we choose to keep carefully. I have found that we do not easily lose that which we choose to keep. I have a beautiful emerald ring that my husband gave me for our 20th wedding anniversary. When I travel, I put all my costume jewelry in a jewelry travel bag, but not my emerald ring. It goes in a special box in a special place in my suitcase. It is kept carefully because it is a treasure to me. The Word of God is 
a treasure. Psalm 119 verse 72 compares it to silver and gold and says it's better than thousands of silver and gold. In fact, in verse 127, we are told that the psalmist loves it more than gold, more than fine gold. A treasure is something we hide so we can keep it. And we're to hide God's word in our heart. Thy word have I hid in mine heart. Psalm 119 verse 11 says that I might not sin against thee. The word hid means to treasure, to lay up, or to store up. All through Psalm 119, throughout the Bible, we see how we are to treasure the word of God. Psalm 119 describes what it feels like to treasure God's word. It feels like rejoicing. A treasure is certainly something we rejoice in. Verse 14 says, as much as in all riches. Verse 162, as one that findeth great spoil. In the book of Samuel, 1 Samuel chapter 30, verse 16, those who found great spoil partied. Is that how you feel when you open up the Word of God each day? It's party time. You know, the world knows how to party over money, over material possessions. They throw big parties over temporary matters like marriage. Yeah, marriage is an earthly thing. There's no marriage in heaven. Graduation, that's a great, it's a great accomplishment, no doubt. But it's a temporary accomplishment and the world knows how to party over these things we as christians we should learn to rejoice in the word of god what does it feel like to treasure god's word it feels like rejoicing it feels like delighting delight is mentioned eight times in psalm 119 i will delight we find in verse 16 and verse 17 Like, it's my choice. I choose to take delight in. I'm delighting on purpose. It feels like a longing. Long for, meaning to desire, is found in verses 40 and 131. In verse 131, I panted, for I longed for. This was an earnest desire. It feels like rejoicing. It feels like delighting. It feels like longing. That's what it feels like to treasure the Word of God. It feels like love. Verse 48 says, Because I love the Word of God, I will think about it. The word is meditate in that verse. And verse 97 says, I can't stop thinking about it. Oh, how love I thy law. It is my meditation all the day. Verse 127, I love it above gold, even fine gold. I love it so much in verse 113 that I hate vain thoughts. What are vain thoughts? Vain thoughts are thoughts that cause you to doubt, as in the double-minded man that we find in James chapter 1 who is unstable in all his ways. I love the word of God so much in verse 163, I hate lying, an untruth or a sham. We cannot have real love for the Bible without hating the lies of the devil that cause us to doubt the word of God. And then finally, we love it exceedingly with passion or with great 
feeling, like saying, I love you so much, or I love you to the moon and back, love it exceedingly. What does it feel like to treasure the word of God? It feels like love. And lastly, here in our list of what it feels like, it feels like hope to wait with expectation, knowing that God is going to come through. This kind of hope in the word of God can cause others who fear God to be glad. Verse 74, this kind of hope when I feel faint, when I feel I'm done, verse 81, we can still hope and have hope in God's word. When I need protection from the enemy, the word of God is my hope, verse 114. And when I cannot sleep, I can hope in God's word, verse 147. I'd have to say that if I rejoice in something, if I delight in it, if I long for it, if I love it so much, and if I hope in it, then that something is a very special treasure to me. I want to share with you the story of a little girl named Mary Jones. Mary was born in rural North Wales in 1784. She received Christ as her Savior when she was eight, and she learned to read when she was 10 because Mary had a great desire to read the Bible. Welsh Bibles were very rare and expensive. Mary did not own a Bible, but her neighbor lady did and welcomed Mary into her home. So Mary walked two miles each week to the neighbor lady's house in any kind of weather to read and memorize the Bible and then walked two miles home. Mary had such a longing to read the Bible and own one for herself. She took odd jobs and had already begun to save every half penny she could, but it took Mary six long years to save enough money for a Bible. Once Mary had enough money, she set out on her journey up and down mountains, through valleys and across streams, to go to the house of Reverend Thomas Charles in a village 25 miles away to purchase a Bible. Mary walked mostly barefoot the whole journey because she did not want to wear a hole in her one pair of shoes. Once Mary reached Reverend Charles's house, she knocked on the door and asked to purchase a Bible. Reverend Charles told Mary that the Bibles had not arrived yet and she would not be able to purchase a Bible that day. This was too much for Mary, who had saved for six years, walked two miles each week to and from her neighbor's house, and then walked 25 miles to purchase the Bible. She began to weep and she poured out her whole story and the Reverend Charles graciously allowed Mary to stay with his maid until the Bibles arrived. Mary went home a few days later with not just one Bible, but three. Reverend Charles was so moved by Mary's desire to own a copy of the Word of God that he shared her story and the need for affordable Welsh Bibles at the 1802 meeting of the Council of Religious Tract Society. After hearing Mary's story, one preacher rose and said, if not for Wales, why not for England and why not for the world? Out of that meeting, 
the British and Foreign Bible Society was formed. Today, millions of Bibles have been printed in over 2,200 languages. There is no record anywhere that Mary knew about her impact on the printing of millions of Bibles for the world. Mary was just a simple girl who loved and treasured the Word of God. What about you? Will you become a woman who makes God's Word your treasure? Will you read it, mark it, memorize it, meditate upon it? Will you study it and apply its teachings to your everyday life? Will you treasure it? Will you hide it in your heart, rejoice in it, delight in it, long for it, love it, hope in it, and keep it? When I think of Mary Jones, I wonder, what could God do with you or I if we choose to treasure His Word? If we are to impact our world for Christ, we must do what we can to make God's Word our greatest treasure. I'm the host of 11 to 1 on Faith Music Radio. Music is our middle name. So I want to end today with a song called As the Deer. It's sung here by Jennifer Scow. And this is how I desire to feel about my God and His Word. I know this song will be a blessing to you. Thank you for joining me today and allowing me to fill in for Francie on Keep the Heart. Jesus, my 
mighty King, Master of everything. His name is wonderful, Jesus, my Thank you.